This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Kia everybody. Koana ho. Welcome to Hepuna Korero, where community is our inspiration as we commence our journey to understand decolonization and our collective commitment to earth and people. Uh, so now Mahiki Koto, thank you for listening again uh, this week. And um, Joe, what did you talk about last week? I know you had Simon on the show, so that was pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. Simon and I have been uh, two weeks in now. Doing our thing. Doing your thing. It's very calm, less frenetic. You and I are quite manic, I think. So, <laughs> okay. Yeah, oh, yeah he's, he's quite calm and considered. Very calm and considered. So <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. some silent spots there while Simon thinks of responses. <laughs> we could probably learn from Simon. Oh, to pause. Yeah, just to but pause. But then people think he might have dropped off. <laughs> That's right. That's what I worry about. So I just keep it going. So so, uh, so it was a very different vibe. And, <laughs> and we talked um, intently and, and with purpose about um, homes and housing and land. Cool. Uh, a little bit of land back. Who actually owns the land and what mm. solutions might be for... Collective ownership. Collective things. ownership and changing that yeah. um, over time. Yeah. And like, is there a time in, in our future where we stop selling land? Right. Where land just passes on from generation to generation rather than being a thing that we sell. Yeah. Um, and what that means for housing and different yeah, models of exactly. ownership. Yeah. So it was really interesting mm. discussion. Um, and Simon talked a lot about, you know, his passion in relation to home performance and having homes that are built for purpose. And um, we reflected a bit on our settler history and the kinds of home design that came with us yeah perhaps they might have been a bit aspirational by our ancestors Mm -hmm. like you know especially where our ancestors were um uh uh, laborers or or middle class people who aspired to own bigger homes in the countries that they came from and so they built those here without any sort of recognition of the weather and environment that they were moving to. Right, okay. And what that means, you know, because they had also different materials Mm. available to them. Yeah, well, that's right. Yeah, a whole different ballgame. And a slight reflection on the the science of what already existed, like, you know, Mm. and that... True, um, true. Marae and Papakaiing are not known for their terrible flood activities. Mm. Um, <laughs> that that those things don't traditionally impact inland, but um, but now the impact of climate change means that um, Utapa and Marae close to the Moana um, oh, have totally. a different impact. Yeah, yeah, yeah the issue of um, of managed retreat is a significant one in our region, and how that's managed going forward. And we're probably not having enough conversations about that. Yeah, uh, and the impacts that that will have on our communities, and yeah, what when a pre- when a community is prepared to shift inland, I guess to be safe. So those are really important conversations, and they're coming up too um, through the 
regional plan um, and coastal plan discussions happening at regional council. So be really important for people to feed into that uh, as they as that conversation comes comes out for us to to have you know together yeah. Yeah. and I think you know it's a conversation we have together and, and our role in this is toiwi in my mm. view is that um, these problems have been like we've contributed hugely to these oh, problems massively. yeah like climate action is a as a human is is a consequence of human actions yeah absolutely and um, and predominantly um, colonial and capitalist systems. So, well, we're so, the ones with the big growth agenda that yeah. has you know well has you know just taken off in a big way and caused all these issues. So we do need to have the conversation and take the responsibility for a lot of what is going on now. The repercussions, I guess. Mm. But yeah, it's massive, eh? On the global scale at the moment, with the fires burning left, right, and centre and stuff, it's yeah. just in your face. This is real stuff. Um, and we need to take urgent action, and the urgency it seems to be a pro- thing we have prob- a problem with. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, we talk about climate emergency, but the urgency is just not not there. So yeah, yeah the urgency lots to, definitely lots needs to, happen. to be there. Yeah. So yeah, so we had a really good corridor. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine it's always a good corridor with Simon and everyone at Goeco. It's just you know everyone's got the. We've got a same same mission, I guess. The values are there to um, make the make the changes required, and so the the conversation is always really good. Um, but today we thought we'd have a little conversation about what it's like to stand for local government, what it's like to stand for central government, because both Joe and I have done that, and I'm doing that at the moment. So it's um, it's just thinking about what it's like, what it what it what the experience is like, because. Um, you know, it's, it might be something that you're interested in doing in your in your life. Um, one of my our friends, Brian, who's on Acre with me, said, you know, one of the things in life might be for everybody to give it a go. You know, just you know, make it a a, a sort of a a path of course, or you know, something that people um, do because it's an interesting experience. And it um, there's some barriers to people doing it though, and that's probably always on my mind how um, the privilege that um, is required to be able to stand in these positions you know it takes takes money um, you know at least 200 in, in the initial instance yeah. uh, and then um, it takes time and you've got to have that time if you're going to do it in any kind of effective way to campaign for a seat um, so those are barriers and significant ones to people who really have um, such an important perspective to bring into these places. So, yeah, those are always things that, that toy around in my head as as you campaign, realising yeah. the privilege of it all. It's mm. a, and it's a big undertaking. Yeah. It, it's like if you're not used to being in the spotlight or if you're not used to... Um, Talking to lots of people about lots of different things at any given moment, <laughs> at any with given no moment, hey. or like, yeah, you yeah. Know. What do you think about this? this. And you're like, oh mm-hmm. heck, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You d- you've got to be on your on. You've got to be ready, and I think a lot of, um, and I think that's where my work and your work too would it. It has prepared us to some level for a diverse 
range of issues because if you're working in the community sector, having worked in social issues yeah. and environment issues, you kind of covered the gamut of like issues. Yeah. So you have a, a sense of quite a few of them, which I think is really important because you are, you're talking to a diverse range of people. So you've got to have like I felt a bit that, of a base. And I yeah. felt that in my heart on the weekend, actually. Um, you made a post on Saturday on Facebook, I think, and, and it was like, this is what I've been doing today. Yeah. But it wasn't a candidate post. It was like, yeah, this is actually what Anna does all of the time. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, she yeah. just chose to tell you about it today. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And all of those events on any given day of the year, you would be at. And yeah. I felt that. <laughs> like, it was like, yeah, this is Anna. Yeah, it's kind of normal. normal. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this is my normal. But I, I suppose I felt like I was there. It was a different feeling. It's a different vibe when you go to things when you're a candidate. Everyone sort of looks at you like, oh, yeah, how's it going? <laughs> what are you doing? Um, you know, or how, how is it going campaigning? And that's a really question, really tricky question to ask. Like people always say, how's your campaign going? And I'm like, well, what's the, what's the measure of that? I, I have no way of telling in a way, you know. You get feedback, but then you know that there's all these other candidates who are equally getting that feedback. So it's yeah. tricky. It's a tricky, it tricky answer. It is a strange place, and I was... Um, mm. I was reminded recently, um, I was actually talking to an, another person who was a candidate, and I was reminded of a piece of advice that I got around central government, mm. and that was that everybody in your team is going to be telling you that you're doing well and that you've got this and that you're going to get there. Yeah. And um, regardless of that, like, it doesn't matter actually what you should do is expect not to get there yeah and getting there is a surprise because nobody actually knows what the results are <laughs> today exactly yeah and I always tell my I always um, think about it too like what what is the most it's a platform so so being mindful all the time that you have a platform when you're standing as a candidate to actually um, talk about issues that matter and to celebrate work that matters you know or work that's significant that you see in the community and that's like so there's nothing lost in the process I suppose I just think that like it's it's it's, there's there's other um, benefits to it, and the, one of the other benefits that I remember from last time standing too was the relationships that you built. It is, and that's significant. Like I still I know all the city councillors because I kind of campaigned with them, you know, before, and and you you get to know people, but you get to know community, and you meet new people, and you're like, wow, we could do cool things together, regardless of like, you know, getting in or not. We can do cool things together because now I get you. I didn't know you before, but now we're, you know. Yeah, now we know each other. Now we know each other. We can, like, hang out and do stuff and, yeah. and help make change together. And that's exciting. I so, like that side. So, you know, you know I, have a, I have a couple of dude friends, like my bro friends, who I met on the campaign trail. <laughs> you know, you know, we have nothing in common except for the fact <laughs> that you did that, that. That we did that together. Yeah. And we developed a relationship of respect. Yes. Um, and, and a kind of jovial friendship that goes with that. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think there's a lot of respect. I haven't seen much um, disrespect. I saw a bit of stuff... I think last time when I stood because there was some, I think mayoral, the mayoral campaign was pretty intense that time and there were some things going on and I was like, oh, you know, it was a bit much. But generally speaking, people are, are really um, good to each other. Like the candidates are really 
are kind to each other and there's a general level of respect there which I think is really cool it says something actually mm-hmm. about our community that is quite significant and yeah makes me feel more hopeful about just general community and and you know where we're at in Hamilton I think if people can hold respect um, and be respectful. That's that's significant. In the central government election, there was a, there's this kind of interesting thing that happens where the candidates are all competing with each other. Mm. Um, however, by the end of a, a central government campaign, which goes pretty much for an entire year, <laughs> yeah, that's um, huge. <laughs> it's huge. But by the end of that campaign, it's the candidates against the public. Like you form two teams. There's <laughs> yeah, the candidates. Yeah, yeah. They actually no longer care who re- wins. Really, it's <laughs> just as long as like you yeah, know someone yeah. gets across the line right and and then the general public because yeah like you know there there are there are these interesting like um cliques that form yeah um in public spaces and people who go to meetings and one of the things i have is such compassion for candidates now just from some of those experiences Uh. and the intentionality of people or people in the public who view candidates as I don't know, not quite human or something like kind of yeah, like fodder, like, like you fodder, know, like, can, yeah, like you can do anything, do, like it, do anything with them. Put themselves They're not really real there. or something. I don't know. Yeah, we're really human too, you know. Bullying kind of tactic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I and know. And it's designed yeah. often to humiliate somebody. Yeah, 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 there can be that for sure. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I haven't. Se- I've seen that on, um, yeah, few few candidates this time. I've seen, um, you know, having some pretty. Um, I guess it's just social media, you know, you're exposed to it, but um, some more personal attacks or attacks that I would consider to be not really cool. But, you know, attacks generally not cool, but Mm -hmm. just, you know, just things that like, you know, that's just not helpful. It's not going to, it's not going to get, you're not going to have a good corridor, not going to have a good dialogue after that. So where is it getting you exactly? Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. So, um, but I haven't had too many. I've had some interesting posts, um, interesting experiences, door knocking, um, the whole gamut of things and um, significant uh, racism at times and learning to stand up to that. Of course, you always do. Um, But just, yeah, just finding ways to do it in a way that might actually help the person like realize what it is that they're saying and some of the history that they may not have a grasp on and yeah. just things. But yeah, that that's the. But you know, I also meet you also meet the most amazing people and people that have so much knowledge and you're like, have you ever done a submission? You should totally do a submission because <laughs> you know a lot about this, this issue. issue. Probably more than anyone I've ever met. You should totally make a submission. And they're like, I don't have time. So mm-hmm. there's like, you know, there's the tensions of like how you actually enable public participation on things and, and those important voices in our community that may not often get listened to. So it comes back to being yeah. that platform though. And I remember yeah. like, you know, a, an NMP saying to me um, that the reason that they never thought that they would be a politician, mm. but then something clicked for them where they realised that they could organise people for change, yeah. that politicians don't make change. No. But but communities do. But communities do. And you get the hook in, eh? You know the issue that's coming up and you can connect it with the people on the ground. Work with the people, work with the community, and then you can affect some change. And that's actually how change happens. Absolutely. And I think some of our councillors do really well with that, actually. We've had, like even at GoEco, we've had um, a couple of councillors anyway who come in and they meet with us and they let us know stuff, you know, that's going on. And um, it's... 
pretty powerful. And mm. it's not always us that goes in, but at least let us know it's happening so then we can find the people in the community that um, would be good good people to hear from on a on a particular issue. And that's, yeah, that's powerful. Yeah, and so yeah. much of our role at GoEco is about mm. connecting people con- yeah. and connecting communities to people who can help with change. Exactly. And it's a big yeah. facilitation role. Yeah, and and it's, it's awesome to see um, people that and and politicians that want to make that happen and that realise that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not about you in the end, and that never was. Mm-hmm. But you're like this this conduit or this uh, vehicle for um, community voice and connection. Yeah, so it's a pretty it is an interesting space. I can't imagine campaigning for a year because it kind of <laughs> just take over your life a bit, and you just your brain is just completely consumed with like. I don't know. But then it's a learning time. You learn heaps because you have to, right? You have have to to stay up with things. And you learn about um, the different dimensions of an issue. And I don't know, just always learning. And I I think it's a good space for that. And I probably am one of those people who does need like a little bit of a challenge to kind of push you along, Mm. push you along on your learning journey. So it's one way to have a bit of a learning journey. (laughs) So much much learning. (laughs) And I remember, because people ask you obtuse questions. Has this this happened for you yet? Like, you know, what is your policy? on um, biodiversity law like da, number da, 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 one, da. 100 and B like <laughs> point 0.4 and it's uh, like oh my lord yeah because there's some phenomenal like researchers <laughs> out there and they've got things down and you're like wow that's amazing um, let's catch up yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't have an answer for you right my now my answer is we should have a <laughs> cup of tea one day yeah, and yeah. talk about that exactly thing. Yeah. <laughs> and there's some things that are asked of you on, on particular in, in a social media context where I'm just like mate I, I'm not going to answer that here because whatever I say and it won't be enough it's kind of like you know we're talking PhD level here yeah. or you know the the conversation is not um, not succinct enough to to delve into really in this in this space mm. so yeah there, there's there's spaces for conversations and some of them are so important to you as well um given and depending on your values and, and where you're coming from as a candidate that um yeah it's tricky it's tricky to know the communication um and the communications that exist around this kind of thing campaigning are um are tricky and um, it's a, it's yeah. You don't have to respond to everybody either. I've learnt that. Like sometimes the, the it's it's a bit oh yeah. You just you just have to choose how uh, how you respond and and even if you will sometimes I think. Mm. So politics is important. I guess that's what we're trying to say, right? Yeah, now, and that's it's a, a ride. hell of a journey, a big ride. <laughs> yeah, um, there's lots of swear words that go with it. <laughs> um, but we've promised, Mike, we won't swear on the radio. No. Yeah. And there's also, you know, you got to have a you got to have a team around you, like a, a a group, a team, people you can go back to, bounce things off. Um, Fano support is huge. Uh, so again, that's privilege uh, and. Um, so yeah, if you do do it, that's some things to think about. How do you um, surround yourself with the with the people you're going to need to get through? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. It's probably a good time for us to play a song. Yeah, and we'll be back with you in a moment. Yeah, kia ora. Dreaming 
How awesome was that? That was Patty Smith. People have the power. Anna, yeah, that's Anna's a good choice. boogie song because you know when you're feeling a bit um, unsure of change and how it might all be happening or not happening, you can play that song and get a bit more energy again. Like, yeah, we do. <laughs> we it's do. okay, and yeah, they do. And how can we um, help that to happen? So it's a good one for kind of you know, lighting your fire again, I guess, uh, for the. For the change, so um, yeah. So, and what have we got coming up in um, Go Eco in terms of that? Like, uh, I guess opportunities to have voice. I um, I did hear yesterday that the climate uh, strategy for council is being developed, which is great. Um, but there will be a policy put forward in November around how council needs to consider climate and everything that they do I thought this had already happened so I was a bit like wow that's um, you okay and <laughs> so I um, mean yeah we talked about that at work today how we thought that had already been there but no so a very important thing to sort of go yes you do need to consider climate and climate action but climate justice actually I think is a really important one to put forward like no don't consider climate change consider climate justice in everything you do because otherwise we get ourselves into a whole other series of issues. It has to be climate justice. I think there has to be compassionate transition as mm. well. Yeah. You know, we talk about change and we talk about how we can't do this and we can't do that. Part of there has to be some compassion and transition in that. Totally. Yeah. 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 And I also think there needs to be a heck of a lot of. One of the things they talked about was how council and as a whole, there was a need for such a significant amount of education around climate change and climate action and why it matters and you think there isn't but we work in this bubble sometimes and out in the wider community actually there's a lot of um, misunderstandings no understanding so it's like you know public education needs to be a huge part of that transition it's the yeah, compassion we're talking about and that interesting space and that so for in social services with people who are in crisis who oh. barely have the energy yeah, to like exactly uh, to, to work out what they're doing tomorrow How they're feed and their I've families. been one of those people yep. and I can tell you now that climate action no, and recycling are right, like, not yeah, yeah. on my list of no, things to worry about no, you're just survival day to day exactly, yeah. Yeah. so yeah. our expectations need to be realistic and we need to make sure that I mean always have needed to make sure that people have enough food to eat and, and all the things that they need to live, that's a priority and then climate action too so anyway that's um power to the people we can do this that's it we've got um you know huge challenges but we can only do it together at the start of today's show we were worried that we were going to run out of time oh, actually run out of things to talk about <laughs> <laughs> now we've run out of things time. to talk about no <laughs> so, <laughs> we'll okay. be back next week yeah Koto. Um, thank you for listening Namahi.
Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/freefm89 to find out more.